0: Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. This is the 25th episode of Vikram and Betal. But before we go to our story, have you checked out our teacher-to-parent segment posted every Wednesday? We've covered topics such as how young children learn to read, how COVID has impacted education in India, and understanding text structure to improve reading comprehension in young children. Do listen to our teacher-to-parent episodes as we discuss more topics relevant to education in India. And now, to the story. Truth. Countless smells spun and rose in the hot, humid air, wiping his brow for the umpteenth time that night. King Vikramaditya thought that the shape of the hanging corpse was a welcome sight. Tadak, padak. His footsteps on the hard ground felt loud to his ears, but he lumbered on. Not too long after, the grinning vampire rested on Vikram's shoulders, and he was on his return march. He counted his steps, nine, ten before he heard the familiar voice speak from the corpse. King Vikrama, you come regularly to the graveyard to take me back, all on the say of the hermit. But have you considered what kind of a man asks another to do this kind of errand for him? Do you know if he truly means well? Can you recognize when someone is truthful or not? Let me tell you the story of King Mahendra and his quest for an honest successor. There may be a lesson there for you. And so the vampire began its story. Mahendra, the king of Lohiapur, was famous for his bravery and kindness. The people of Lohiapur were prosperous and their nation was at peace with its neighbors. They knew that peace reigned in their kingdom because of their brave and thoughtful king. Who wouldn't love a ruler who was just and had the welfare of his people at heart? The problem was, he had no children, so who was to be the heir? Naturally, the nephews and nieces were excited. Would their uncle choose one of them? Their parents crowded each other out whenever they engaged with the king and try to make their child sound the best of the lot. Mahindra discussed with his queen the best way to choose a successor. A good king has to be skilled at warfare, must be impartial and just, and also know how to manage different kinds of people. Why don't you have a contest for all these areas? Pick the person who does the best of the lot, the queen advised him. That's a good plan. I will open the contest for all capable young men and women in our kingdom. Mahendra called for his minister. In due course, there were many contests around the capital, and about 50 young people made it to the final selection. Months passed, but Mahendra gave no sign of picking anyone as his heir. One evening, as the king and queen were picnicking in their orchard, the queen herself brought up the topic. You must know as the Maharaja how unsafe it is for the kingdom and our subjects. If you don't have a successor ready in the event, anything happens to you. You cannot avoid deciding for much longer. Mahendra nodded. Maharani, I have been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm trying to decide how I will choose my successor. These young people... Eager to follow me are all well-trained in warfare and know how much work goes into running a kingdom. I want something more. Kindness, honesty, maybe? What do you think I should do now? He asked her. Just then, the queen reached for the platter of seeds and nuts in front of her. Something caught her attention and she stared at the seeds in her hand and then looked at her husband. Maybe you can use these. They are crunchy, she said mischievously. The king, too, stared at the seeds. He took a few and popped them into his mouth. They are crunchy. Oh, he stopped as understanding dawned on him. King Mahendra called his minister the next day and said, I am ready to select the heir. Ask all the final contestants to assemble tomorrow morning. The large hall filled with the young people who waited eagerly for the king. There was one last test, he had said. What would it be? And when they heard the cry a call of the king's arrival, they bowed their heads respectfully and waited. Mahendra walked over to the contestants. You have fared well in all our other contests. This is the final task and I will choose my successor based on today's challenge. There's a bag of seeds for each one of you. Take these home and sow them in a pot. Whatever you grow, care for them and come back in three months with your plants. I wish you all the best. The room was abuzz with excitement. How difficult could this be? The contestants didn't even have to stay in the palace. There was no one to supervise them. One by one, the men and women walked up to collect the bag of seeds. Imagine their surprise when a young boy, around ten years old, walked over to the table and asked for a bag of seeds. The man at the table smiled good-naturedly and gave the lad a bag. King Mahendra saw the boy and beckoned him to come over. Who are you and where did you come from, my boy? he asked. The boy showed no fear, just excitement. Sir, I am Tejas. My uncle delivers vegetables to the kitchen. I came with him and heard all the talk about this last contest. I want to try to grow the plants too, he replied. Well, good luck then. I hope to see you too in three months, the king wished him. The contestants returned home to sow their seeds, including young Tejas. When Tejas' parents heard how he had got the bag of seeds, they found him a large pot. His father found the soil, while his mother taught him to compost the leftovers from their fruits and vegetables. Tejas watered the pot daily and checked to make sure the soil was not soggy. He made it a habit to look in every morning, but there was nothing to see at the end of the first week. Now when you start something new, You want to see the result quickly, don't you? What happens when you don't see it work? You become disappointed. That's what happened with the young boy as well. Tejas walked into his house, his shoulders slumped. When she saw his dejected expression, his mother ran her fingers through his hair gently and asked him why he looked so sad. Ma, it's been a week and the seeds haven't grown yet. Not even one, he whispered. Some seeds need a lot of time to grow. They won't sprout right away, so keep at it, she encouraged him. So they just went back to watering and caring for the seeds in the pot. But nothing grew out of the soil. Soon, it was time for all the contestants to bring their plants to the palace. The contestants started arriving in the city, and the whole palace had a festive feel. If the contestants were excited at the prospect of being chosen as the king's heir, the townspeople felt happy that their kingdom would have an able ruler even after Mahendra. Tejas did not want to go to the palace, not with his empty pot. He had heard about the lush plants that the other contestants had brought. Pa, I don't want to go. I will look foolish with my empty pot. No, son, there may be others too who had the same difficulty in growing their plants. Besides, the king did say he hoped to see you along with the other contestants. His father counseled him. On the fateful day, Tejas entered the king's court with his pot of soil. Bright orange and red chrasandra, yellow marigold, Blue Aparajita, yellow sunflowers, dahlias and more filled the large room. The contestants looked confident as they showed off their plants. They just craned his neck to look all around him. He was the only one without a plant. He could feel all eyes boring into him, and he wished he could just sink into the ground and disappear. But before he could move out of there, the king arrived. King Mahendra entered the court, and the buzzing in the room stopped. He looked around at the dazzling array of flowers. It looks like all of you have taken great care to grow your plants. I will come and look at each of these. So he and his chief minister walked around the room, stopping to inspect each potted plant. At last he stopped in front of Tejas. I wondered if you would be here, young man. How did you do? The king asked the boy. Sir, I did not grow anything. I tried, I really did. My parents helped me get the most fertile soil, and they showed me how to water just the right amount and all that. And I didn't stop after the first week or two because we thought it might be a plant that needs time to germinate. But nothing has grown so far. Tejas spelled his worries out. Ah, come with me, young man. The king put his arms around him. The king and the boy walked together with the chief ministers and others trailing behind. The rest of the contestants looked on puzzled. The king turned to the court and said, I have chosen Tejas as my successor and turning to his minister, he said, let us talk to his parents and see to his education. He is young and can learn all he needs to know to be a good king. The vampire stopped the story and addressed King Vikram. What a strange choice of an heir. Was the king mad? Everyone was waiting for an able successor to King Mahindra. Instead, he chose a boy who knew nothing about warfare and couldn't grow plants from his seeds. If he must choose a gardener, why didn't he pick someone who grew plants well and was trained in warfare and administration? King Vikram answered back without any hesitation. No, King Mahendra was not mad at all. The queen had given a very clever suggestion and everyone but Tejas failed in the contest. The seeds that the king distributed were all roasted seeds, like the ones that he and the queen were munching on at the picnic. Nothing can grow from these. Except for Tejas, all the contestants cheated and brought lush, well-grown plants. Tejas was the only honest one and came with the empty pot. It is possible to learn warfare and governance. But honesty has to be part of your nature. King Mahendra was right in his choice. No sooner had King Vikram answered the vampire than he felt a lightening of his burden. The corpse with its vampire floated away back to its branch. So what do you think, my friends? Sometimes we lie about important things. Because we believe that no one will find out. But we know the truth just like they just did. You know what? You can manage the consequences of telling the truth even in difficult circumstances. But it is difficult to lie to oneself. You are the person to whom you shouldn't lie. And this is the end of this episode. Next week, is the 26th and final episode of the King Vikram and Betal series. So come back and find out what happens. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids.